everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill, and this is the halfway point of Season 20 of South Park. So, if you remember, uh, a few weeks ago when this season started, I was dreading this season. And to be honest, uh, it's been a little better than I thought it would be. The first two episodes have been really, really well. The first two were really good. Then the last two kind of went down in quality. I mean, it's not the worst episodes, but it's not good. So, we get to the halfway point. We're at the halfway point of season 20. And we're going to see where this season is by the end of this episode. Where is the season at the halfway point? And the episode that's going to do this today is Douche and a Danish. That is the title of the episode. Let's not waste any time. Let's dive into this episode, Douche and a Danish. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on October 19th, 2016. So the episode begins with the boys and the girls outside about ready to fight. But then all of a sudden, here comes Cartman, who stops the fight, or attempts to stop the fight from even happening. Well, the girls don't believe it. They think that Cartman is the cause of all this trouble. And then here comes Heidi. And this is the first time that everyone finds out that Cartman and Heidi are together. I mean, Kyle knew in the last episode, but everyone else did not know. And this causes one of the girls to faint in just complete shock. And I mean... Wouldn't you be surprised? It's Cartman with a girl. Meanwhile, Mr. Garrison is about ready to go out for his next campaign speech. And one of his uh, members of his staff tells him, hey, we're really close. We're a few points behind in the polls, but we could still win some of the swing states. And Mr. Garrison at this point, you know, he doesn't want to do this. He's done. He does not want to do this. And the one guy tells him, whatever you do, please do not say anything derogatory about women. Well, this gives Mr. Garrison an idea. And, and this goes to something that came out a few weeks prior to this episode airing, where the Washington Post put out a video and an article about a conversation that Donald Trump had with former TV host Billy Bush about women. And this is this was a long time ago. Well, the recording was a long time ago. This was in 2005. And basically the way Donald Trump put it was it was locker room talk. I, I remember that. I remember that. It was locker room talk. So, he comes out, and he's got a cigarette lit. And it's so weird, 
but it's funny because he comes out like a stand-up comedian. And he starts talking, and he, and he starts talking about, you know, the, the same stuff that, you know, he had been talking about. Immigrants, Muslims, Mexicans. And then he starts talking about women and starts making derogatory remarks. And this gets him to have some women leave. Leave the air, leave the building. And he's like, oh, okay. So me making fun of immigrants saying that I was going to F the immigrants is all right. But when I talk about you, you just get up and leave. Kind of has a good point there. Meanwhile, in Denmark, the Danish, who are about ready to launch their troll website, well, they got a little campaign and a little musical number to uh, get you ready to notice about them. So let's go to this clip. Hello. Are you tired of the hate speech? Are you sick of the sexism and the bigotry? Then please, help the Danish put an end to trolls. Right now, the people of Denmark are working on the biometric computer superstructure, which will allow people all around the world to identify the trolls in their communities. But to make this dream into a reality, we still need your donation. We are just a few million kronas away, so please donate via the social media of your choice. Just imagine it, knowing who said what on the internet. The whole world will be a peaceful and happy. Like here in Denmark. Help fund our project on social media today. Together, we will rid the world of the trolls. So, after that, we see Gerald with the trolls, and they realize that they have to come together to beat the Danish with this website. How they're going to do it, well, they think that Gerald's going to do it. You know, and they and I like how they keep calling him Skank Hunt 42, and he's like, um, my name's Gerald, you can call me Gerald. So then we go to this next scene where there is an assembly and Cartman and Heidi are doing this presentation. And what we get might actually be the funniest moment of this entire episode. It is just done so well. Let's go to the clip. We have a lot of problems facing our skin. I don't know if many of you know Heidi, but she is really smart and really funny. Stop, Eric. You are. And she's come up with a pretty cool idea. Tell it, baby. Thanks, babe. I don't know if you guys have heard, but right now Denmark is trying to make trolling a thing of the past. They're asking for help, and I thought, why not a school fundraiser? Yeah, but the way you said it was actually way funnier, remember? What? How did I say it? Remember you were like, oh, what if we had a fundraiser in, in uh, what was it? Remember it was like... When was this? Were we at dinner? Yeah, we were having a... Oh, hey guys, what's up? Oh, right. 
fundraiser. Tomorrow, we'll be going to each individual class with more information. And after that? Then we should all come together as a skew. <laughs> Yes, Bebe did throw up. So, and I love that. I, I love that scene because it's like they're talking, and then it's like they get so, like the, the, the mics are just away, and they're like, and then the, all the kids are leaning in and they're like, "What the hell are they saying? What the hell is going on?" So, meanwhile, back at Garrison's headquarters, they can't believe what he's done. They can't believe what he's done. He's now losing even more in the polls. And Garrison's sitting back and he's like, oh, you know, it just happens, you know. Because he was winning. If you remember the beginning of the season, he was winning the polls. So then they're like, well, if you're going to explain yourself, you may as well explain it to your, you know, your followers. Because they're outside waiting for you. So he goes outside and he talks to a mob and he tells them, guys, look, this whole thing, it's, it's fixed. I'm not going to win. <laughs> I'm not going to win. This whole thing is fixed. Come November 8th, it's going to be all done, all forgotten. You know, it, it, this whole thing is fixed. Well, that's not the answer that they wanted to hear. So Mr. Garrison starts getting chased. Meanwhile, uh, the the trolls they're coming together, and Mr. and Gerald is like, he's got his glass of wine. He's like, you know what you do? You you just make fun of people. That's all you do. Is you just make fun of people. And then when you do that, you could get other people. You know, to try to support them, but then you can make fun of them as well. And that's how we're going to do it. That's how we're going to get this done. So, as that's going on, Heidi is doing her speech in the classroom for this fundraiser called Danish for Denmark, which is kind of funny. So, as this is going on, Mr. Garrison runs into the classroom and he tries to take over the classroom. And he's trying to teach him, you know, nouns and adjectives. And the Republicans find him and drag him away. So, like, he's trying to be like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I, I really don't want to do this anymore. When the Republicans just aren't really having it. So, as that's going on, we see Gerald with uh, Dodo Schwagens. They have computer parts. And they're, you know, they're going to set up Gerald's new computer. Now, he told Sheila that he was going to a convention and that Dildo is a friend that he met at the convention. So then Dildo tells this story to Gerald because he was picked on when he was a kid. His mom was a little person and his dad had giantism. And all the all his parents wanted was to have a normal-sized kid and Gerald is just holding back his laughter. He wants to laugh 
so badly at this. And then we see back in the school, the boys and the girls are working together to make these danishes and Cartman and Heidi sing a little musical number, which I don't have, unfortunately, uh, to help this whole thing go along to help, you know, get the, the boys and the girls working together, basically. Then we see Mr. Garrison is being chased. He's being chased by the Republicans and he's being chased by the people that are voting for him, that want him to win the election. So he's just running away. Like, he's trying to find any place to go. Where does he go? Well, we'll find out in a couple of minutes. Meanwhile, everything is set up. The trolls are all set to start going after Denmark. And the next morning, they've done it. They have caused the world to hate Denmark. But why does the world hate Denmark now? Denmark's such a peaceful country, a peaceful nation. They don't really do anything negative. Well, you see, they came up with a lie that Lego was help or was helping to fund ISIS. And once everyone read that, they're like, oh, well, you know, fuck Denmark. So Kyle gets up, he sees Gerald, he sees Dildo, who are happy about this. But Kyle, you know, they, he just hasn't put it together yet of what has happened here. So now we see Mr. Garrison, who is running away from everyone at this point. And he is, like, he's at a loss. So he goes inside the community center. And here's Randy, still working with the people that kick their addiction of member berries. And Mr. Garrison's never heard of this. He's, like, one of the few that has honestly never heard of this. So, he's given one. He doesn't eat it, but he's given one. So, now the Danish realize if we respond, it's just going to cause more problems. We're just going to have bigger issues. So, they decide we're going to take everything down. We're going off social media. We're going off this website. It's just not worth it anymore meanwhile the kids who are dressed as Danish people they're trying to give away Danishes for Denmark but they hadn't heard about what happened and they're just so confused so once Kyle tells them what has happened well this just splits the boys and the girls again they're arguing because, you know, the girls put too much frosting on the Danishes. The boys burnt the Danishes. Heidi's being torn up here because she thought she was doing something good to help here when it's splitting the boys and the girls apart even more. So Cartman comes to her 
aid. And he's like, you know, we're going to figure this out. We can help the Danish. We can help Denmark. We just got to figure out how. So then we get to a very weird scene where Mr. Garrison is being talked to by Randy. And this talk starts about with the new Star Wars movie, Rise of the Skywalker, which I thought is a good movie. Still think it's a good movie. And it goes back to the history of member berries. You know, it used to be used in Rome. And then there's this weird theory put out by Randy that the reason that the berries are causing this and the people to get behind Garrison for president is because of J.J. Abrams, the director of that movie. And they're like, so now it's like the member berries of J.J. Abrams may be together, possibly. So then we get to the final scene of this episode where the head of the Troll Trace website is just looking. And somebody comes in and he's like, Excuse me, I, I, got the, I got the message here. You might want to see it. It is on a VHS. It is from America. They could help us. And it's Heidi and Cartman. And Heidi tells him that she thinks there's a way that the two of them can help. Denmark in this fight against the trolls. And this gives the guy motivation and he's like, let's bring them all together. Tell them to come back in. We've got work to do. And that is the end of Douche and a Danish. Whew. Okay. Uh, where to begin with this episode? Well, this is far from the worst episode of the season so far. It's definitely far from the worst. This just seems like another episode where it was going up and down and up and down and up and down. And it's like they're trying to tackle three stories here to cram it into 22, 24 minutes. And it's almost like you run out of time to do these stories and that maybe you should have a little bit more time. Like, what they did with the, with Heidi, Cartman, the boys, and the girls, I, I thought that was decent. I thought that was decent. The whole Garrison thing is probably the best story of the three right now. Because... When you go back to season 19, it's like, I'm running for president. I'm going to win this. I don't care what anyone says. Then you get to the start of season 20, and he's like, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. And now he's in the position of, I'm trying to throw this election away. I am trying to lose this election. And it's like, every single chance he does every single possibility that he has to throw it away, to ruin his chance, 
to be president, something always comes up, like the national anthem, the first debate. There's just something that happens that ruins Garrison's plan to throw this election away. And then with Gerald and the Trolls, that story is a very interesting story. And you can tell to an extent, this is the story of season 20. This is what they're going for. They are going all the way for this story. And, you know, it's like you realize... Gerald's not that great of a person as we thought he was. He's a complete asshole is what he is. And to this point, he has gotten away with everything. And then even when he has tried to get out, he gets brought back in. So as far as this episode goes, I want to say this episode first. And I'm going to get to kind of finish up what my thoughts are so far on this season. This episode gets a seven. Because of the Heidi Cartman scenario, Garrison trying to get out of the election, the whole thing with the Danish is kind of minor in this episode. It's kind of like a minor factor in this episode. Um, but as far as the season goes to this point, I think we're kind of in the middle. Because the first two episodes were really good. The previous two were eh. This one kind of just stays in the middle. It just does. So I'm going to give it a 7. I'm going to give this episode a 7. And as far as the season goes, it's right now in the middle. Like, it's not great. It's not terrible. It's okay at times but it's bad at times so we we really are in the middle at this point in the season so uh, let's read what the critics thought of this episode Jesse Shadeen of IGN gave this an 8.4 out of 10 uh, saying that he enjoyed how the series has become razor focused on continuity and slowly building its storylines from one week to the next Jeremy Lambert of 411 Mania gave it a 6.7 out of 10, commenting that it was not a bad episode by any means, but it felt more like a setup episode than anything else. And Dan Caffrey of the AV Club gave this episode a B, feeling that its satire slightly off-balance as it nails the Donald Trump of today, but offsets the portrayal with an outdated conspiracy theory from the recent past. All right, let's go to IMDb and see what they thought of this episode. Close to 2,000 people have given this episode a rating, and the rating on IMDb of Douche and a Danish is a 7.4 out of 10. So to break it into ratings, 542 people gave this episode a 7. That's the score I'm giving this episode. 478 people gave it an 8. 269 people gave it a 10. And 94 people gave it a 1. So, kind of, you know, still in the... It's there, but it's not really. You know, it's like, it's okay at some points, but it's not really okay, if you know what I mean. 
So we have some user reviews of this episode, and let's begin with Eric's Dash 86892, who wrote, The value of social commentary like South Park is that it puts big issues we're all trying to understand in a novel, creative form that somehow distances us from the issues while also making them clear, and, if done well, making us laugh. South Park has always had a great voice and been able to make current events funny and bizarre in nuanced ways, from Warcraft to Margaritaville. This is the second season in which they've committed their entire season to a specific range of social issues. However, and they've upped the ante from PC culture and gentrification to the election, nostalgia, tribalism, and a sadistic version of terrorism called trolling. And now, how governments respond to that trolling, i.e. NSA. To judge any particular episode is somewhat unfair, because each is a juggling act, moving each thread a bit at a time, maybe having them collide every once in a while. The, uh, this episode in particular, however, has a lot of interactions. By the end of the episode, it seems we've shifted from four stories to two, with the elections and nostalgia threads meeting to face off against the true enemies, Member Berries and J.J. Abrams. Isn't this hilarious? While tribalism and trolling, which have always been circling each other, finally looking like they're about meat. Eric and Heidi working with the Danish to find Kyle's dad. I suspect that if Corbin has been dishonest in some way or another, it's been that he's known Skank Hunt 42 and wants to take down Kyle like he took down Scott Tennerman. There are lots of specifics here to love, like making the Trump stand-in look alike Bill Hicks telling dirty jokes in a comedy club. The Danish singing a, singing a stupid but spooky-sounding song as they prepare to create a publicly available NSA. Showing Gerald unable to be sensitive to even other trolls' life stories. That was good. And a Star Wars parody as the trolls take down the Danish, followed immediately by Randy saying that wanting to relive Star Wars is what's fueling the Republican nominee. There have been lots of throwaway references to the old South Park episodes, too. I hope this is a subtle commentary on the nuances of reliving the glory days and not a hypocrisy. This episode was a blast. It hooked me and pulled me along, and it left me wondering how it's all going to end. P.S. Matt and Trey have said that reality is going to have an appearance that will blow everyone's mind. Keep an eye out for anything in the plot that reality's resurrection might be able to defeat. Alright, uh, next review is from Shonen Punk, who wrote, I've always loved South Park from the beginning, but now they've reached a new level I've never seen before. To not say that I am full of praise, I must admit that I had low expectations for this season, because last season didn't do much for me, except for a few episodes that I had a lot of fun with. But, boy, they surprised me again. Season 20 is a perfect cartoonization of our current society and their message should be listened by all this people on social media that don't realize they are acting like puppets. At the same time that it's real and credible, it's full of ludicrous elements that enriches, that enriches it even more as a story and a cartoon, and the way they are connecting everything is just genius. Member berries are something fictional, but they are but they make perfect sense to our world, and it already became part of my speech when talking about people driven by nostalgia. It's time to quit those member berries and focus on the future. South Park is the proof that no matter how interesting and magic the past can seem, we should always be looking to the future to make it even better. 
Of course, the past will seem comfortable for you because, guess what? It happened already, so everything there is bright and simple for us to understand. But on the other hand, the future can be anything we want it to be. It might seem dark and scary, but that's the fun part about it. All you have to do to make it brighter is to turn the idea light on you. We should all follow man and Trey and stop dividing ourselves in selfish groups and focus on the future to make the world a better place. Final review is from Eric Stevenson, who wrote, In my previous reviews, I referred to the member berries as member grapes. For some reason, that ended up being my most liked review here. At least I'm setting the record straight. Speaking of those guys, we finally get to learn more about them. It's the setup that really makes this work. It appears as though these guys have been around forever, so we don't really know explicitly where they come from. It's great to finally get around to that. I'm also glad we get more into the plot of Mr. Garrison running for president. We need to mock Donald Trump all we can. I'm glad that he has been losing in the polls because of his remarks towards women. I believe Mr. Garrison was imitating Andrew Dice Clay in this. Was the joke that it was okay to mock everyone but women? I haven't seen much of Clay, but he doesn't seem very funny. It looks like Gerald is going back to his old ways and is a complete troll now. It even has a nice lesson about not constantly being nostalgic and wanting to have new things. I still haven't gotten over dip, Dipsifica not happening in the last Gravity Falls episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, I would have never guessed Gravity Falls would make it into a South Park review. <laughs> oh, that's very funny, actually. So, uh, the reviews here basically are saying, well, we like this episode more than probably a lot of people do. So, and that's fine. You know, it's what it should be. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97 and join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast where you could join other members to discuss past, present, and when they pop up, future South Park episodes. And don't forget to check out our friends at Suck My Balls, a South Park podcast where they watch and review classic South Park episodes. Next time around, it is the final episode before the election. And I'm going to tell you all my election experience in this next episode. Because the episode is Fort Collins. How is this going to go before the, the, before the election happens? Well, we're going to find out in the next episode on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill. Thank you all for tuning in, and I'll talk to you all next time.